Ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, trial lawyer, and fighter for truth and justice, Kurt Schlichter. Hey everybody, it is yet another edition of Fighting Words, the Hugh Hewitt-affiliated podcast from Kurt Schlichter in which I try and remain FCC compliant. If you want me uncompliant, go check out my unredacted podcast. That's the one I do for Town Hall VIP. It's lit, as the hep kids say. Anyway, big news today. This is June 24th, 2020, Wednesday. I came back from the gym and holy cow, my wife turns to me and goes, they threw Flynn's conviction out. Well, that's not exactly what happened. The Court of Appeals in a two-to-one decision, that's the District of Columbia Court of Appeals, which recently uh, has become much more conservative. Thank you, uh, Mitch McConnell, cocaine Mitch, as it were, uh, granted a writ of mandamus directing Judge Emmett Sullivan to enter or to to grant the uh, government's motion under Rule 48 and dismiss the charges, even though General Mike Flynn had pled guilty to lying to the FBI. Let's unpack this whole thing. Okay. Uh, boy, where, where, where to begin? Uh, this case stank from the beginning, and it's to the uh, immortal credit of lawyer Sidney Powell that this was... Uh, essentially autopsied, resuscitated, and finally killed with a stake through its heart. What happened was the FBI was trying to pin some sort of collusion thing on the Trump campaign, and they focused on Mike Flynn. Now, Mike Flynn was hated by a lot of people in the intelligence community because he didn't have a lot of use for the intelligence community. He realized that a lot of it is garbage, a lot of it is incompetent, and they really hated him, and they really hated Trump, and they really liked the idea of uh, getting him out from being national security advisor. So they were investigating him, and in early January 2017, they said, look, there's nothing here. We don't have anything to look at. We're going to close this thing. And Peter Stroik, that weird demonic-looking guy who was uh, uh, having an affair with uh, someone else in the FBI, which apparently is okay now, even though, you know, it makes him super vulnerable to blackmail and stuff. But, you know, special rules for liberals. Um, said, no, let's uh, let's go talk to him. And... Uh, uh, Comey goes, oh, okay, so there's no investigation, but they're going to go talk to Flynn. And they go over there, and they don't tell him he's a suspect. And they don't tell him that they're interrogating him. He thinks he's helping them. And they don't read him his rights. They don't do any of that. What they want to do is lay a perjury trap. And how do we know? Well, there's a note taken contemporaneously, which says, you know, interview. Was this to get facts, or was this to create a perjury trap to get him to lie to us? Wow. So anyway, he says some things, and I, 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 I always thought they were kind of iffy. Um, Mueller's guys grab him. 
and basically say, well, you know, we'll let you plead out to this very minor charge. It's still a felony, but it's minor potential felony, but it's still a minor charge. Uh, and we won't charge you with everything, and we won't charge your son with anything. They don't put that part in the plea agreement. Now, why is it important what you do and don't put in a plea agreement? Well, it's important that you what you do and don't put in a plea agreement because if he testifies against somebody else, the defense in that case will get the plea agreement. They'll see what he got in return for his testimony and can talk to a jury. Now, if Flynn had gone and implicated, say, Don Jr. for some nonsense, and Don Jr. was in trial, don't you think his lawyers would want to be able to say, hey, look, Mike Flynn... Uh, was promised his son wouldn't be prosecuted in order to say these things. So you can think he's biased and maybe untruthful. That's really good evidence. It's called exculpatory evidence. Makes it uh, uh, makes him seem less guilty. They didn't do that. They hid it. Okay. So they we now we've we've got a plea agreement that's incomplete and unlawful because it doesn't disclose all its terms. We also have documents saying, hey, we, uh, we we went over there and maybe we want him to lie. Maybe we didn't. That's important. That note's important. They did not turn that over to Flynn before he pled. You have to give all the exculpatory evidence over. They did not give that. And a lawyer would want that. A lawyer at a trial could have said, well, you know, Mr. Mr. Agent, did you, were you trying to get him to lie? Were you trying to entrap him, essentially? Um, so they hid that. They also hid the fact that there was no investigation going on, that the that, that government had already determined, the DOJ had already determined, yeah, there's no collusion here. That's also an important fact. Why is that an important fact? It's an important fact because you can lie all day to the government. I don't suggest you do it. For, frankly, I don't suggest you talk to the government at all, ever. But you can lie to them as long as it's not material. Okay? If there's no investigation... It's not material evidence. It's not material they lie because he's not interfering in an investigation because there is no investigation. Another good thing to know, another thing that was not revealed to Mike Flynn's original lawyers before he pled guilty. Okay? So we have the government has got this guy's plea deal. He fire, Flynn fires his lawyers who are very connected uh lawyers within the uh, within the Washington legal community and in fact they worked on some of the FARA FARA Federal uh, Foreign Agent Registration Act um, uh, issues that uh, were were part of what the plea agreement allowed Flynn to avoid being being potentially charged with because it, the government was asserting that they were they were wrong. So his guys had a giant legal conflict of interest. Probably shouldn't have been his lawyers, uh, but they were his lawyers. They took his plea. Flynn fires them. Sidney Powell comes in and makes demand after demand for more and more evidence, which the DOJ parcels out. It's slow walking. It's trying to avoid it. Finally, it comes out. Finally, this exculpatory evidence that was not revealed comes out. Finally, the the facts of the plea deal come out. And that is, frankly, a huge grounds for withdrawing a plea. It is, it, it, you know, he was not fully informed because the government withheld information he had a right to have. He has to have everything so he can make a knowing and voluntary waiver of his right to a trial. 
which he, he did not. It's inarguable. And the DOJ looked at it. They brought in an outside prosecutor to look at what the Mueller team did. And the guy wrote a report and said, this is terrible. We can't do this. So even though he pled guilty to a crime that didn't exist, because remember, it's not material, but he didn't know it didn't exist, and he was threatened. So we hear, he, he admitted lying. No. He admitted violating a statute that was factually false because he wasn't told the key information wrongly, which the government had a, an obligation to tell him. And he was threatened and coerced, uh, which is apparently now okay to do if you belong to Trump. Part of the giant Trump exception to all the rules and protections that apply to, you know, liberals. Um, at the same time, Comey, who has lied and given out classified information, is running around, you know, taking selfies near redwood trees, prancing in meadows. You got Hillary Clinton stumbling through the forest of Chautauqua with a bottle of Scrutov Chardonnay in her claw, uh, uttering wretched cries, but free, even though uh, she's manifestly guilty. You have Andrew McCabe, who the DOJ reported lied three times materially. He's not charged at all. Now, that's kind of a side issue, but it provides some of the context for this baloney. In any case, the DOJ under Barr says, all right, this is a problem. We've got to dismiss this. Remember, the role of a prosecutor is not to prosecute. The role of a prosecutor is to do justice. Sometimes justice is done by prosecuting. Other times justice is done by dropping cases. Now, I, my, my mother was a uh, district attorney back in the 70s in San Mateo County, one of the first women to do it, in fact, a pioneer. And uh, her first day, the um, district attorney, a guy named Keith Sorensen, famous prosecutor in Northern California, took her in and said, I will, you know, your job is to do justice, and if that means dismissing a case, you dismiss it, and I will back you up. But you do not bring a case that you do not believe you uh, can prove beyond a reasonable doubt. And that's, that's, that's what all prosecutors should do. These prosecutors didn't. They hid evidence. They hid key facts. And they essentially misled Flynn and coerced him into pleading guilty to a crime that didn't exist. It had to be dismissed. And the Department of Justice said, yeah, we'll dismiss it. They made a motion under Rules of Criminal Procedure, Rule 48, which said, uh, in the interest of justice, the um, people in the United States uh, you know, want to dismiss charges. Okay. Flynn's lawyer immediately uh, agreed, stipulated to it. Now, why is it? Well, you would think it would just happen. Why would Flynn have to agree to it? Well, because there's a potential for misconduct. What if the federal government was doing, would, would charge someone, then dismiss, charge someone, then dismiss, charge someone, then dismiss? Not attach, not, not go far, far enough to attach double jeopardy, but, you know, keep serially bringing charges. It could be abused. It's very uncommon, it's very rare. But it, it happens. So that's why the uh, other party has to agree to it. Because sometimes you go, no, 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 I'm winning this case. I want to go to a jury. I want to be vindicated. They can't prove their case, and I want to win. I don't want, I don't want to come back. 
Uh, importantly, the Department of Justice said uh, we want to do it with prejudice. That means you can't redo it. You can you can dismiss without prejudice. Uh, that allows you to bring the charges again. This was with prejudice. So what happens is, uh, you know, you, you think it's over because the feds say, okay, we want out. They're, they're one party, the people in the United States, the Air Party. General Mike Flynn says, yes, we agree. And it goes to Emmett Sullivan. And Emmett Sullivan is uh, pretty much expected to just sign it. Okay. There's uh, the Department of Justice didn't just send him, you know, hey, no, please do this. They, they sent a motion, a real motion written out, listing these facts, saying this is why we did it. Okay. Nobody there, there was nobody in the case who disagreed. People in the United States were agreed. The uh, Mike Flynn was agreed. Sullivan, I think, committed huge judicial misconduct. He said, no, 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 I'm not going to just do this. In fact, I am going to appoint a guy who recently wrote an article in the Washington Post accusing Flynn of all sorts of crimes. I'm going to have him uh, make the case that this shouldn't be dismissed. And then I'm, moreover, I'm going to ask for amicus briefs. I'm going to ask for random people out in the public to send in their thoughts about whether this should be dismissed. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Prosecution's an executive function. It belongs to the president and the order, the officers beneath him. And we don't have just randos launching criminal prosecutions. It has to be the people of the United States represented by a justice department with, you know, uh, controlled by the guy we elected president. So, this is just bizarre. And then Sullivan sets out this long briefing schedule, which, if you look at it, seems kind of like he wants to drag this beyond the election. Why? Well, two reasons. First, if he drags it beyond the election and the president doesn't pardon Mike Flynn, the DOJ could change if Joe Biden stumbles into the presidency. He won't know it, but the guy's handling him will. And they could withdraw the motion. And he would grant the withdrawal and then then sentence Flynn, probably to much more than uh, uh, anyone could possibly recommend. Uh, By the way, that was another thing. When uh, Flynn started uh, asking questions, they went from, the Mueller prosecutors went from recommending no jail time to recommending going to jail. So they attempted to punish him for finding the truth about their massive misconduct. This is the garbage that we live with in our so-called judicial system. So, anywho. um, Sidney Powell says, oh no, and goes to the higher court, D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, and asks for what's called a writ of mandamus. That is an order to a from a higher court to a lower court to do certain things. And she asked for several things. She asked for, first of all, grant the Rule 48 motion, uh, not allow him, not allow Sullivan to appoint an amicus, and take, uh, take Sullivan off the case because he's you know, just causing trouble. There were oral arguments, and the oral arguments did not seem to be going great for Flynn. One of the things is, well, this is a drastic remedy, and maybe it's early. Maybe, you know, Sullivan has not ruled on the Rule 48 motion. He hasn't ruled on it. Well, the argument back, and that's the one adopted by the 
Court of Appeals today because Court of Appeal, two to one, the Obama guy, of course, was the guy who said no, said, wait a minute. Um, you're going to grant the motion. There's no reason for you not to. There's no indication of any outrageous conduct or misconduct uh, in, in dismissing this case. The federal government has set out the reasons. It set out evidence, and it is solely vest, vested with the determination of where to prosecute or not. And remember, even though you pled guilty, you, the government can still dismiss before final judgment, which is a sentencing. So the case isn't over. The, the plea bargain, the plea was just, just a step in it. There, there is no judgment. So the Court of Appeals says it's out. And, and this amicus thing is ridiculous. We don't hire randos to be prosecutors. There's no indication of any wrongdoing. Both sides agree on it. It's with prejudice. This is nonsense. And Sullivan's dragging this thing out. Why does he want to drag it out? Like I said, so they could they could recharge him or force Trump to pardon him. Now, if Trump pardons him, and we'll get back to the pardon in a sec. If Trump pardons him, what's that do? Well, it destroys his chance to sue the federal government for its misconduct. Okay? He, he may have a huge lawsuit. So he can't sue because he's been pardoned. He's been found guilty. If, if you're found guilty, you, you really can't sue. It's only if you're not guilty. And since it was dismissed without with prejudice, he's been determined to be not guilty. Okay? So he's checked that one box in a uh, malicious prosecution, civil rights kind of cause, cause of action. Okay. Uh, if Sullivan forced him to plead guilty, then he wouldn't have any wouldn't have any opportunity to get recovery because he's out millions and millions of dollars. That's the other thing. This drags on. And it drags on for Flynn, and Flynn has a right to a resolution of this. He is hurt merely by still having to pay to defend himself in a case that should be thrown out. And the Obama judges, well, we should we should let it drag on and let's see what Sullivan does. He didn't really argue that, you know, there's something that would allow Sullivan to order the Justice Department to prosecute a case it doesn't want to prosecute. And of course, the the opinion bench asks, how how would it how would that happen too? The people in the United States through a Justice Department already determined they're not going to prosecute. Well, you, the judge can't do it. Um, there there are some outlying things. One, the judge might Sullivan might, and I think this would be a way to get him thrown off the case. The, the court appeal said there is no reason to throw him off the case. We're just asking him to dismiss. He might push to uh, charge Flynn with contempt of court. Get this for pleading guilty knowing he hadn't done anything. Of course, there's a little fact that he didn't know he hadn't done anything because the federal government had not told him the fact that there was no investigation, therefore any of the statements were not material, therefore he did not violate the section. So that's kind of a thing. Uh, the other thing is liberals are, well, now now the plea agreement's out. They, he can be charged for all sorts of other things. Um you know, maybe Trump comes along and uh, pardons him for any other potential crimes. Should should uh, Biden win? He's not getting charged if uh, Barr's still in charge. But Biden wins. Uh, Trump should uh, pardon him for any FARA or any other violations other than the ones covered by this uh, dismissal.
uh, and, and and Flynn's son too, to ensure that these vindictive uh, uh, dirtbag prosecutors uh, who are filling who fill the Justice Department they just hate Trump. They just want to get back to persecuting conservatives, um, so they can get back to doing what they they want to do. And uh, you know, perhaps Trump needs to stop that. So anyway, this is a great day for justice. Um, it's also a great day for Cocaine Mitch because one of the three judges on this panel was uh, Naomi Rao. She's kind of controversial, but he pushed her through. In fact, today he will confirm his 200th Trump judge. Judges matter. And it's sad to say, you should be able to get any judge and know that you're going to get a fair break. And as we have seen, that simply doesn't happen. If you have a liberal judge, the liberal judge will vote in a liberal way. It's not sometimes. It is always. I think there was like one Supreme Court case where... Uh, a couple of them didn't vote in the liberal way, and even that was qualified. So judges matter, and I think we need to uh, grow up a little and stop saying, well, you know, I need a, we need a judge who will wait. Yet. No, I want a results-oriented judge. I want a judge who's going to come down and uh, vote in a conservative way. If this is going to be some sort of mini-legislature, uh, then I want to elect guys to that legislature who will represent my interests. Are you, you're cynical, Kurt. Yeah, I'm cynical. Sure, I've been a lawyer 25 years. I'm cynical as hell. And I wish I were wrong. And I wish um, I would be proven wrong in one of these high-profile pub- public cases. And I never, ever am. So anyway, that's kind of my take on what happened today with Sidney Powell and General Flynn. Uh, congratulations, General Flynn. Sidney Powell, fantastic lawyer. I had her on last time I guest hosted for Hugh Hewitt. Uh, and she was great. Uh, what happens now? Because that was one of the questions. I said, what, what would happen? Well, there's a possibility this isn't quite over. Um, there's a possibility of what's called en banc, E-N-B-A-N-C, uh, review where all the judges of the District of Columbia Circuit uh, will uh, review the case again. It has to be applied for. Now, the question is who has standing. The two parties don't. The, um, uh, well, I mean, they have standing, but they're not going to do it. Flynn's not going to ask it, and the Department of Justice isn't going to ask. Who would? Sullivan? Does he have standing? That's an interesting procedural question, and kind of as a head-scratcher with Sidney Powell when I talked to her. I don't know. I, 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 I don't think he should, but I think he might be allowed to. Which points it goes to a Democrat-dominated D.C. Circuit could get reversed and then goes to the Supreme Court because it would go to the Supreme Court. Will they end up running out the clock? They may very well. We'll see. But I have a feeling that uh, Donald Trump is not going to leave office with this hanging over Mike Flynn's head one way or the other. Anyway, uh, join me next time on Fighting Words, the Hugh Hewitt Affiliate Podcast. Uh, And I need you to go pre-order my book. 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You comes out in less than two weeks. It's already selling like hotcakes, second printing. And uh, uh, it is uh, it is funny and mean and uh, not FCC compliant, unlike this, the Fighting Words podcast. Thank you very much. I will talk to you again next week.